Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. And this time, we're we together. Are together. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. It's been, what, three or four episodes? Maybe more. I don't know. It's been quite a few episodes. Where, like, it was either yeah. you or me or me or you or you. Back and yep. forth. Okay, well, yeah, we're it's back been, together now. It's, it's like a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that kind of makes me think because we actually did our first ever mm-hmm. in-person Patreon video. But those that, there's a lot of people here that have never been to our membership website where, like, we do our extra episodes, right? But for those that have been on there, know what we're talking about. But let's explain that. So in our membership website, we have additional episodes that come out a month, right? And then there's one, I do a solo uh, on my own, one a month. And then you, Lorena, you do a solo, one a month. So usually you and I do very different subjects. I'm usually very galactic, uh, DNA, upgrade, energy, kind of, like, just all that stuff. And then you are very like the eclipse, the emotions, the energy, the releasing, the family the trauma, healing. the drama, the fear. I don't know if you want to add anything there to get yeah, the healing and just when I'm getting through. I think a lot of times when I do readings, there's a theme many times each month or for weeks at a time that really resonate with the collective from what I get through the Akashic Records. So I talk about that too. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So then we both hit very different subjects. And then we do the third episode of the month in the membership where it's you and I together. But we've we've never been in the same country while we had that going. So it was always, yeah. it was always video because we always put it up video for people to see us visually. And then audio for those that are like listening to it in the car and prefer to listen to it, right? But it was the first time where we were recording, not via Zoom in different places, but you came over to my house here in Cayman. We sat down on the couch together and we felt, we were like, oh my God, this is so weird. We're like recording. And it's, and we it's didn't like know if we should look at the camera or at we each other. Look at each we were other. like, what's we're going to figure on here? Out what's, yeah, like what's, like, yeah, we, did, we, had to fi- we had to get more comfortable with the dynamics of we're in the same room and we're looking at each other because before you would just look at the camera and you're looking at everybody while you're looking at the camera. Yeah. So we're getting a hang of that, but everybody gave really good feedback and said that nobody, nobody said, you guys do look, no, nobody said that. You look awkward. No, everyone said that they, they liked it. So it's only uphill from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a nice recording that actually it feels so different. And actually saying that we're recording in separate houses right now. <laughs> Yeah, we're recording some presents right now, but you're going to be moving in next door, so yeah. we're probably going to be doing more recording, even for the podcast, like, in the same room. Oh, it'll be in person for sure. It's just easier. Yeah. Definitely easier for living in the same place. So, um, so yeah, so now all our membership videos together are going to be us in, on the couch, probably in the same room. Yeah, unless we record, like, our own uh our own solo episode for the podcast or, or yeah, no, do our solo, own separate course, no. yeah. community ones, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. we always do a solo. We each do a solo every month, so we'll be doing that on our own as as usual. But um, I quite enjoy those actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was just actually I just sent you a message before we came on here to to record, saying how I have kind of an idea of what I want to talk about, but it's so. It's so interesting is like just what comes up sometimes. I'm like, I didn't even expect that was going to be what I was going to talk about, but it, it comes, I download it and then I talk about it and I could keep channeling. I love it. For me, it's a little different because usually I'll, I used to, well, I still do, but I, I did more frequently votes where I'll just go on like the, in the group and I'd put a poll and be like, okay, vote what subject you want me to talk about this month. And then I would just do the subject that was most voted. But lately, subjects have been coming up between all of us where we're like just chatting back and forth. And then it'll be like this question. I'll be like, dude, I can't really answer that in one phrase. Or, oh, that's a whole really good uh, like subject. And that ha- that's how my, the last few of my solo membership, web- uh, solo membership uh, episodes have been. It's just subjects that came up when we're all talking to each other, like as individuals in the community. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, that's something I need to talk about. Okay, that. So, but yeah, if not, I just do, like, I vote, I vote subjects and then whatever wins is going to be the Yeah, I love that we get the feedback. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. What was, wait, my last, so we were in May. What did I talk about? Oh, I know what I talked about in May. Okay. (laughs) I had to think about it. My episode in May was, it was a subject we were talking about in the community about, like, the question was, do, like, starseeds come here, like, to help with the evolution, right? The, The evolution, the whole process. And the question is, like, do starseeds also accumulate karma? And the short answer is yes, but the real, there's a really long why it's yes. What happened to make that happen? Was it part of the plan? Like, the whole episode goes into that. Like, I go down a bunch of different aspects of that. So that was my main yeah. episode. And, oh, my God, I love talking. I was, I was so into talking about that. It was so nice. Um, but I never would have thought about talking about that. That's why I love, like, talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's a really good thing to talk about right there. <laughs> Yeah, and we're trying to serve the community and and the um, what do you call it the the membership community to talk about the things that they want us to talk about, right? Yeah. So it's it's great that we get their feedback and, what and we're makes able us to all kind grow. of get yeah. Um, but yeah, you had you brought up uh, a topic the other day. I think we yes. were we were at the supermarket or something. We were coming back from the supermarket. Oh, we were heading. No, we were in the car heading to the supermarket. Yeah. And then for some reason, the subject came up, and I said, "Ooh, this is a really good episode." <laughs> now it's funny because now like there's stories behind the episodes of us. Oh, we were heading to the supermarket. Oh, we were at the beach. Or we were <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I actually looked up the definition. First, I didn't know how to say it in English because I was like, Lorena, th- this, it's in Spanish, but I don't know English. So in Spanish, it's egregor, but in English, it's egregor. So basically similar, basically same thing. Yeah, um, same but thing. this is, a, I'm going to read out the definition before I explain what I understand it is. So originally, it's, uh, the spelling comes from like a Greek word from ancient Greek. So that's not um, surprising. Meaning um, wakeful, right? Huh? Meaning wakeful. Meaning wakeful, yeah. So it's an occult concept representing a non-physical entity that arises from the collective thoughts of a distinct group of people. So the example I was talking about when we were in the car was like that typical like haunted house scenario where like there's this one haunted house and maybe there's an energy entity or being that's in there that hasn't moved on, right? And it is actually kind of like living there in fourth in fourth density, right? In fourth dimension, but it's there. 
and someone gets, you know, someone finds out about it and then someone else finds out about it and people start visiting the place. And then maybe there's even investigators that start going and investigating the place, expecting it to be haunted and giving their stories. Then the next investigative team goes. And so supposedly what ends up building up, if it's enough energy and people coming in and out and concentrating on that one, in this case, that one haunting, what accumulates or it's created is this massive like energy bubble. I, I see it like an energy bubble, but it's like this massive energy that's an egregor. And the egregor then, it makes the haunting even more massive. So it's not that I don't think personally... I don't think that that individual soul that might have been originally stuck in fourth density there haunting the place, sort of say, I don't think that they got more powerful. I think that the belief system and the excitement or the curiosity of everybody created this big bubble of energy that now ha- now makes this whole, even there's even scenarios of supposedly poltergeist-like energy. that It creates poltergeist-like energy. That makes sense. So... I was thinking about that, and I don't, I don't remember why it came up. I don't know why it came up in the car, but I was thinking about that and saying, I think that we do that with everything. Things that are great and things that are really bad. I, I agree. I completely agree with everything you're saying because it can go both ways. From bringing... It's like, it's like you're feeding the energy in something, right? Into something. If you think about it this way... Every group, every country, every planet has a collective energy. This is how they're showing it to me. And the thoughts, the beliefs start to, it's, it's like it all accumulates, especially with what's mostly prominent, right? Where the majority, it can affect everybody else. Doesn't mean everybody else is going to believe it, but it brings energy to a certain aspect or thing. So that makes sense like if you're talking about like a haunting, for example, or if there's like, I don't like using the word haunting for some reason. If there's a house because that has a spirit. That energy is not haunting that place on purpose. It's probably just living a cycle and it's still there. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, if there's more energy brought into it, it could be a case of the energy of that spirit that's, that's still present there gaining more strength because everybody's putting attention and energy into their thoughts and their beliefs in it. But I think there's an aspect of it also being, it's like placebo. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. I can, can I talk, can I tell you what I'm getting while you were talking? The example they gave me Gettysburg. Everyone knows like Gettysburg is like this really, really active energetic place for ghosts because of like the battle that took right that took place mm-hmm. and what what i'm understanding is could be considered an egregor is basically so many people know about that and concentrate on that and i know we have people from all around the world so some people might not know about what i'm talking about but for those that are in the states well they'll know and if you don't know it's just like i guess you can google it look it up like um, the battle, I think it was called the Battle of Gettysburg, right? But, yeah, the Battle of Gettysburg. So yeah. it's considered a really, really, really haunted place. And a lot of investigators love going there. And I think, and it is, seems to be really active from what they say, right? But what the Kashuk records are showing me in this example that could be, some people might might use, would might be able to use the word egregor, is that the concentration, the focus, or the energy you're putting into like thinking about that, or in this case, we're talking about that, or investigators mm-hmm. going and spending time look, being there and looking into it. It's like you're sending off energy, and those beings are able to grab onto that energy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like they gain energy and it helps them better sustain themselves or become more powerful, sort of say. It gives them life. Yeah. That's another word. Yes. The placebo effect. Yeah. You could also probably call it that because you're expecting something to happen and and your will for it to happen happens. Maybe that's that could be the placebo effect, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can see that in other aspects outside of this concept, I guess, like where, I don't know, like signs, right? You're asking for a sign and maybe you are receiving the signs, but then everything becomes a sign because you're expecting a sign to come through and then you, you assign a meaning to everything. That's Not what, everything. I remember Sander saying that once. But is it possible that you're just looking for one and you'll just convert that sign from something that's maybe not even a sign? I'm like, yes, that's possible. Okay? That is possible, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. But you know what that sign is. That's why sometimes you have to kind of put that, you have to assign, it's not a sign, the word I'm looking for. It's, you have to know what you're looking for in the sign because then anything general will become a sign. Your intuition will guide you to that sign. That reminds me of the movie with Jim Carrey. What is it called? 24? Let oh, me look I don't it know up. I've seen that. With Jim Carrey? I think it was. Was it 24? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay, it was one with numbers. Hmm. Can't recall. Yeah, 23. <laughs> it's 23, not 24. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. A, a man who was played by Jim Carrey discovers... Uh, an obscure book about the number 23 and then he starts finding the number 23 and everything I remember this what is the name of that because there's this thing of like when you start thinking about a car that you want to buy for example and you see that car everywhere this is the same thing is that the same thing is that the same name yeah it's the same no they're not represent I don't know if they're representing in the book but that was the conversation that we were having with Sander when we, we saw that movie, he goes, "That's that's exactly what happened." But he's like, "When you when you think of something, you're just it's you're gonna you're gonna find it. You're gonna find it, no matter what. You're gonna find that." He was looking for what Sander was saying was he was you're looking more for the aware of it and everything. You're more aware of it, so you're gonna see it. Before it might have still been the same amount of cars that went by you, but you weren't aware that it wasn't something in your in your um, in your reality. Were you aware of it, or did you call it to your reality? I think there's an aspect of both. I think so, too. I think so, too. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do a social experiment. Let's say white car. That is, like, the most common. Okay. White. Yeah, I know. No, I want to, like, say something specific and see how many people that are listening spot, spot that in the day, for example, if it comes up more. Let's think of something. A red Mercedes. Let's not know. use a car. Let's do something else. I think well, a, car... listen, a lot of people listen to us while they're driving. Maybe. So yeah. I think it's funny. Mm. Like a Volkswagen bus. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. We have to stick with one. If not, we're just confusing people now. Yeah, a VW, a Volkswagen bus. Okay. Should we put a color? What is, it? is it like the, the old wagon ones? Is that what it is? Yeah, those yeah. cool. The long ones. Like, yeah, the long ones. I think that what colors do they have? I have to look this up. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. There's probably tons. And people can paint them any color, obviously. Yeah. Let's see. Just a VW okay, green. bus. The, the first one that comes up is green. It's turquoise green. Turquoise green. Is it like a muted color or it's very like a bright? It's like sea turquoise. It's like the ocean. Okay, see. Okay, like more pastel-y. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay that's please, it. Okay, please, anybody that sees this, 
Take a photo and tag us. Oh my god, on yes, Instagram please. Oh my god, or yes, Facebook. Please. Instagram, preferably, so it's easier for us. Instagram is easier to spot. Oh my god, yes. Like, take a picture of it if it showed up in your reality on the day you listen to this episode, because that's the social experiment. That's freaking amazing if it happens. I love it. Oh my yes. gosh. But I think there is what you're saying is Volkswagen an aspect of bus both. Green. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a sea foam green. Yes. Something like that. Wait, um, I do agree with what you're saying though, because. I feel like there's a a little bit of both those energies when we talk about this, of you being aware of what you, it's like, because you're, it's like you're, it's like when you manifest, right? When you manifest, you think about what you want and you'll see more of it, or you'll attract it more into your life. It'll be more of a possibility or a probability of it, of that coming up. But then you're also, you're going to look for it. Yeah. So it's more probable that you'll pay attention if it goes by. Otherwise, you're distracted. But it may bring that as a sign to you. Like, look, you can bring things to your reality yeah, by but thinking I mean, yeah, of Yeah, it can them. also be like whatever you concentrate on is what your reality makes sure that it comes in some way. I mean, that, that's all... That, so yeah. that's all like what Joe Dispenza talks about, basically. Correct. Right? Yeah. The, the, I was talking about this the other day with somebody... Um, here and came in because I do massages now, the wood therapy and cupping, right? And mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody that was with me, and we were, and for some reason, the subject of sickness came up. And then for some reason, the subject came up about, like, you know, the, the strength of your mind, right? And like how it could, like, go against your sickness and make you even sicker or could go in favor, right? And the example I remembered was the example that Joe Dispenza had given. So Joe Dispenza came up, right? So the example was that. He had actually studied cases of people who had been um, wrongfully diagnosed with cancer. And he talked about a specific case about two, two individuals, um, and I guess their medical records got mixed up. And so oh, wow. the guy that had, like, severe cancer who they didn't think was going to make it was told he was fine. And the guy that was fine was told that he had severe cancer and he, well, he didn't have that much to make it. And you know what ended up happening? The guy that had nothing actually ended up passing away around the time frame that they told him he would pass away, but he actually wasn't sick. They yeah. gave him the wrong diagnosis. We believe our mind is very powerful. So yeah, his mind took charge and said, "Okay, I have, for example, I have five months to live." And his and his he told his his mind told his body, "Start breaking down slowly because you go you got five months, right?" Like he totally believed that, and the body took the cue, I guess. What you believe becomes your reality yeah i'm pretty sure it was joe dispenza i had to i would have to go back and rewatch everything um but i'm pretty sure it was joe dispenza that that told that story it's it's so true though i see this in readings too where they'll go into belief systems and things and we, we talk about this also in our level one course i think it was with the dna reprogramming and all that about the belief systems and how we work through the belief system and then we replace it with another but that comes up a lot in my family constellation course, how a lot of times we can create certain realities in our life too because of the belief systems that might not even be a belief that we generally like even, it could be unconscious. Yeah. It's underneath and we don't even realize we're, we're living that out. It's because your mom or your dad or your grandfather, it could be generations back. Or they could have repeated it so much when you were young yeah. that you just programmed it in and you're just running Without them having to say it though. It's just the way that they, they acted on things. That's true. That's yeah. my point. It doesn't have to be like a, this literal saying, I believe that it's hard to make money. 
No, it was the actions around money and how they were living and what and how the emotional state, the field mm-hmm. that that person perceived through their upbringing that created their reality later to struggle with money. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. So is it possible that those people, they say, he was born with a silver, was it a gold spoon in his silver, hand? Silver, silver spoon, spoon in his hand? What is it? Gold spoon? Silver spoon, right? Silver. Well, it should be gold. <laughs> gold seems fancier. So is it possible that it's not that that, that individual person was lucky, lucky to be born into a family? Is it just that they just were born and like, these are things that I deserve and they need to come to me and there's no other option? Yeah, and things can come with ease. And yeah. I think that's where I would agree the same. It's it's a mix. It's the reality you lived and what you believed, but also the circumstances, right? Because there's there's probably the egregor of that family, the 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 energy around that, the field around that is that there's money's easy and we don't necessarily have to work really hard or maybe you do have to work really hard depends on 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 the belief but that money money flows and you can always expect it to come in and as long as you have these set of beliefs money will be easy but then the circumstance of growing up in that family or that energy or that collective of certain things that were maybe easier because they were easier because of the family you were in, because of the context, the connections, the school you went to, there could be an aspect of that too. I think it's, it's, it's a collective of things. It's funny because I was, Holland was a little different because I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it was Holland that was different, but all I know is my experience since I got on, I was literally got on the airplane to leave Holland to come here and bumping into people that were either um, because my flight passed Bahamas, right? So I was either bumping into people that were like heading to Bahamas or from the Bahamas or, the, or they were like coming from London all the way to Cayman or, you know, because that was the route, right? Yeah. So the grand majority, since it's not high season, it wasn't really like this high season thing. It was the grand majority were people that either lived here or were moving here or, you know, something like that or have family here. And so a lot of them were like, oh, well, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving Holland. I would bump into them and be like, and they would talk, oh, well, where are you from? Oh, well, I'm from South America, but I was living in Holland, but I'm moving to Cayman. And they're like, oh, what, what do you do? What's your, what job are, are you starting a job when you get there? What are you going to be doing? Everybody, Lorena, on cue, not one person asked me anything else besides what are you going to do for work? How are you going to make it? The f- number because one that, question. Because that was probably something in your mind already. No, it actually bothered me. I said, why does everyone, why is everyone thinking that you have to have a job? I was like, no, you can, you can be doing something you love and that's your job. But just the word job, I'm like, get it out of here. I, said, I don't even want it. <laughs> don't come to me with that word. <laughs> do not come to me with that word. I think that you should do what you love. And then that's, that's called, that's what you do. And I don't want to yeah. use the word job. Do you think there's a possibility though, that there was fear because there was fear. There was some fear of how you would make it work. The fact that they were asking you that was just a reflection of that. It could be, but I not that you remember, believed it. But a lot of people, a lot of people, like it's known for being an expensive place. Every that's what everybody says to you. Oh, here you need jobs, a job. At least sometimes you even need two. There's no way you're gonna make it without it. That's everyone says it here. But how did they not know that you? This is my point. Like. They didn't know that you had family. Because I was Maybe moving were... back. I was moving back from Holland. I was like, I'm moving back to yeah, Holland. Yeah, but what if you had you had tons of family here that you were going to just stay with them and you didn't have to work? No, because they example. would say, "Where were you living?" I'd say, 
I got divorced. I moved to I moved back to Holland. I'm from South America. I'm moving back to Cayman now. My child was born there. So they already they already suspect expect no one's waiting for you in Cayman because you're divorced and no one's waiting for you in Cayman because you're from South America. So mm. they're already assuming I'm alone. That's no a lot one of asked no one there. asked that. Do you have family in Cayman? Do you have a good group of friends? That would be the first question that I'd you, ask. But that's not yeah. what people ask. What do you do? What are you gonna be doing? What are you doing for work? And then the next question was, where's the rower going? Where's your, where are you sending your kid to school? And that was the other thing I didn't want. I'm like, I don't want her to go. I'm homeschooling her. I don't want her to go to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was already thinking I, I didn't want her to go to school. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These questions. Yeah, maybe they were reflecting back at me so that I could finish making my, confirming the decision in my head. But still, those are conversations I hear around me all the time. And I'm not even a part of them sometimes. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I think this topic we're on is really interesting in the manifestation sense, too. Because we could be feeding off of the energy and the beliefs around us, and that could be stopping us also from our own co-creator energy. Yeah, the Gregor of the town that you live in, the Gregor of the belief system or Gregor of of the country you live in, all that. Okay, I just thought of an egregor that we might not even consider an egregor. The, oh, I lost it. Oh, man, I lost it. Oh, the American dream. Yeah. That's an egregor. You need that little house of yours and the, the family with kids and the, the structure of fence. a perfect family picket fence. It's got to be a woman and a man. It's got to be this way. It's got to be that way. Da, da, da. I mean, it's very traditional, the, the, the original picture of it. I'm sure with, with time, it's morphed into other structures, right? But it, people still repeat it. Oh, yeah. i got to live that American dream. It's unconscious. <laughs> it gets to a yeah. point where it's, it's, it's in the unconscious. Maybe right? the American dream is going away to Mexico and living off-grid. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the, an American dream now. Like, you know, that's the old way of thinking yeah. about it. Definitely. That's very true. It's almost like it's the way that I see it is it's almost like a a branch off of the of the 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 world that we were taught to live in and survive in, which is the consumption world. You know what I find interesting though. With we're talking about the Greek, but it actually says from French egregor from ancient. I don't even know what that says egregor. And in, in, in parentheses, it says, or air quotes, I'll use, <laughs> wakeful. Why wakeful? You're waking up, maybe, energy? Because all the energy I get around this word is more of unconscious repeating of things. But you're waking up an energy form. Wakeful. It just got me thinking. I just got stuck on that word for a bit. I was just like, What? Yeah, like, think about the haunted house that we were talking about in the beginning, where, like, all these people, like, started supposedly visiting it. And it wakes something up. Exactly. Like, it saying. wakes a reality up. Yeah, now that it... Because when I think of wake or wakeful, I think of awakening. Like an aha. But no, this is wakeful in the sense of creation. It creates something. Like, we were talking about the American dream or this idea of an American dream that's very old, right? Yeah. But that wakes something up in people to live a certain way, to have certain habits, to strive for certain things, to feel like they need certain things, the consumer side of things, right? Yeah. 
Where if you're talking about the haunted house, that's different. It wakes up maybe the spirit in the house. It wakes up the, yeah, or the spirit of, of the entire house or the spirit of the soul, the, yeah. the wakes up the soul that was there. Okay, no, I just had to wrap my head around that for a bit because I was like, wait, wakeful. Wait, can you, wait, can you guys hear? It's, the screw is going on Lorraine's brain. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> it's a little rusty, guys, a little rusty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so there's whole worlds that are created with that. In whole worlds. Yeah. It's, it, that goes to show you the power of our mind. We can even create realities and make or make realities more vibrant, mm. more, more like alive, more awake. <laughs> more wakeful. <laughs> more wakeful. <laughs> so true, though. I think something I want to like say here that it's, it's, in, it's insane the the power that we each have for co-creating in our life. And it's something I think, at least I know in myself and a lot of people that I do readings for, they need to be reminded of that constantly. It's consistently. It's hard. You, you get it's dumbed very down by hard. your day and your routine. The system, the system mm-hmm. takes you away from that The system constantly. does its job. Yeah. It does a good job. It does a really good yeah. job. Does it so a job we need to do of, a better of, job of making that go to sleep. Yeah. Because the reality is that we all can co-create. We can create a new reality and it, it all starts in ourselves. Yeah. Even though the collective and the system might be in a different energy or a different reality. I think this goes a lot into the 3D, 5D movement yeah. that we were I invite we people talking like, about. And a lot of people know that I've talked about um, Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton a lot about reprogramming your brain and creating a reality. So if, if you haven't heard, if you've heard me, you've been hearing us for a while, you already know what I've said. And I've already said, go like find their videos, watch it, da, da, da. Because that's, I think that's the way that you start getting motivated into deciding to stop, stop running these programs that are just running without you knowing. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but if not, if, if you're new to the podcast, then like look up Joe Dispenza. There's a bunch of really good podcasts on YouTube. Um, if not look up also Bruce Lipton, I love the way Bruce Lipton, cause he explains things. They're both saying the same thing, but they're both explaining it in different ways. And I've said this before as well on the podcast. And what I love about Bruce Lipton is he goes from it from a place of like, cause Joe Dispenza is going to teaching you to meditate and use the power of the brain via controlling it. And Bruce Lipton brings in a whole other component, which is like, use your hypnotic states to reprogram yourself. So I actively mm. been doing that for two months, almost three months now, where I put an audio on and I go to sleep with the audio and it's running for me. And the audio is basically putting in new programs that I want to run. And it's a repetitive so cool. thing, right? So I literally, at this point, <laughs> if I haven't recorded it, Aurora's got it recorded for her, for her in the future, at least. <laughs> oh, you put it out like out loud. Yeah, wow. it's out loud in the so when we're sleeping, even you stayed over one or two nights, it was on yeah. while we were in the room there. You just, you, I don't have it on so loud that you can hear it in the living room. Yeah, I couldn't hear it's it. Playing, it's playing in the bedroom, right? It's, it's a volume where your brain, I can hear it, but I can sleep. At this point, it's just, I've gotten so used to the noise that it, already when it switches on, we both already kind of like, oh, it's sleepy time. <laughs> that's ideal, though, not having it at a volume that's going to interfere with your sleep, but that you can still hear it and it's unconsciously working. Yeah. So I, I listen, I listen to, I just go on YouTube and I, 
it's funny because in the beginning when I first got to Cayman, I, I had done it in Holland and then I'd stopped for a while. And then now when I got to Cayman, I'm like, okay, I need to get back on it again. Um, and so then I start. I went to this, the original YouTube um, channel that I was using, which I'll, I'll give it to you and you can link it below so people okay. can check it out. She does uh, reprogramming in... Uh, Spanish and in English. So if you speak Spanish, you can use your Spanish ones. If you speak English, you can use those. But um, I said, I need to, yeah, I need to get back on it. And I, both times the same thing happened to me when I first started the first two nights. It's almost like I felt like bombarded. Like I'm like, oh, because my dreams were kind of playing out what I was hearing and my brain couldn't take it. It was too much. But then after about two weeks of it, then it's just like everything calmed down and I was just, I guess I was able to listen to it, right? But in the beginning, I knew that my brain was listening to it because my dreams were representing the things that the person was saying in the, vi- in the audio. Yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Our dreams are such an interesting gateway to understand ourselves more. I think people try to look, look at dreams as like, they try to literally interpret them, and that's just not the way it's that they always. work. And in dreams, it can be so different. Where we can talk about our subconscious, we can talk about um, our emotional states that we're in, we can talk about parallel lives, you can talk about astral traveling. There's so there's dreams to me are just like wow. I know the difference between my subconscious dreams and then my experiences my soul is having, whether it's astral travel or like the premonitions I used to have, like. I like this, like a snap of a finger. I know exactly which one I'm having when I wake up. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, didn't I, finish I, my thought. I have the same. Yeah. I have the same. Yeah. When I was talking about Bruce Lipton, I didn't finish my thought. What he was saying was 90% of the time you're running programs. You're not even using your brain. 90% of the time. I agree with that percentage. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So he was, he gives examples when you're driving a car, you're actually not, your brain's not working for you in the, in that sense. It's just running the program and you're just, it's the habit that's doing it for you. What's it called? It's not the habit. After something you're, you're, comes a habit. You're not a pilot. Yeah, it becomes like a program, I think, after a habit. Um, yeah. So, the, yeah, he's saying, like, when you're sleeping, you're, you're, you're in hypnotic state as well, to use those moments to your advantage to put in the programs and the recording, sort of say, like hit the record button in your brain for the conditions that you want it to have, to contain. Yeah, and why not also, I, I don't know if any of you have read, um, oh, my gosh, what was it called? Atomic Habits great book and I don't remember what part of the book or I'm kind of interpreting this in my own way and how I read it and what I thought of it but there's a part that he's talking about how the same thing there's a part that there's to create a habit it's like we have to we want to make it automatic so we don't have to think about it It doesn't want to become stressful it's like we know that we get up and we brush our teeth right or we know that we get up and we have a specific kind of breakfast or that we have a specific kind of routine it becomes a habit but it's a habit that we've chosen. Yeah, but it's a habit we've chosen, not from unconscious repeating. So there's a period of it, uh, us being conscious of it and repeating it over and over and over until it becomes autopilot. So we don't, th- nothing gets in the way of that. We just, we're just going to do it automatically. We don't think about it. Yeah. That's and true. that saves us like brain energy you know what the best way to remember and realize how much that is true have you ever had and i'm sure you say yes when like a light bulb breaks and you're like oh i have to change that later and every time you walk into that room even though you supposedly know that the light bulb's not working you still switch that on because your brain's programmed to walk in and switch it on you know exactly where it is 
That happened to me for three months in my room in Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Every day. The, because the ceiling was so high, I couldn't get up there to change it. We're, if you guys haven't met us, we're all very short, right? We're like 5'2", maybe 5'1", five 5'3", five maybe. Lorena had a co-worker who once we were at the airport and Lorena was leaving for a work thing. And it was my dad was there, mom was there, I was there, you were there. And your coworker was meeting the rest of your family for the time. She was, oh my god, you guys are like little clones of each other. <laughs> <laughs> we all like the same height. I think mom's a little shorter than me now because obviously as you get older, you kind of shrink. I think <laughs> we're but, um, short. We're short, yeah. But I don't know where I was going with this. Oh yeah, none of us were going to reach that. There was no ladder, so I was like, all right. I kept pressing the switch. I was like, oh my gosh, I know. But that was just. You know where the light switch is. You just press it. You're just like, darn it. And I think that's what happens with social media. Totally. You get you sit on the couch or whatever it is that is your habit, and right away you go to whatever app that you're most accustomed Hypnotic to. state. Yeah. You know Hypnotic what I started state. doing in Holland? I had to do this again. I started leaving it in another room because I realized I wasn't even watching TV. I was just grabbing my phone and watching TV. That's a good idea, actually. I could probably practice that during my work day. Like when I'm doing, because there's certain day, parts of the day that I just send emails and I'm getting back to clients or doing my virtual work where I could, I could literally leave my phone. I still have, I have like WhatsApp on my computer. So if, if anybody reaches out, I can, but that, that's also distracting. Yeah. You'd have to close that. But I could leave my phone <clears throat> in, in the sense of Instagram and all those things, right? Leave it in another room. You're totally right. Yeah. I think that could be super helpful. Guys, I'm not happy about Lorraine agreeing with this because I already say, if you're ever in an emergency, don't call Lorena because she will not answer you. The probability <laughs> of Lorena answering you is a 3%. I've gotten better though, right? Even Aurora's are used to it where I'll be like, let's see if Lorena answers. And Aurora and, Aurora and I already both know, no. <laughs> she'll never call me next door. Now you can just knock on my door. She'll, she'll call you five minutes later. Or, or 10 minutes later and be like, oh, sorry, I was in the bathroom. Oh, sorry, I was in the kitchen. Oh, sorry, I was making some Oh, sorry, I was walking Sandy. <laughs> but did you'll, you ever, it's did guaranteed. You ever think Girlfriend will never calling, answer the phone. Did you ever think you're calling me at the wrong time? Maybe. I'm calling you all sporadic times. It's not like... Oh, let me see that bottle. What bottle is I that? I know this is your bottle. I'm using it. <laughs> By the way, oh, you left a pink bottle, a really big wa- water bottle. Mm-hmm. Aurora's loving it. Because it's pink. That was a gift from somebody in Uruguay. Yeah, she can use it. I don't oh, no, use she's, it. it's hers. You're not getting it back ever again. Oh, it's like <laughs> that, that, that bottle holds a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. She drank so much more yesterday with it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank Aww. you, Auntie. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it because it's pink. She loves it because it's pink. Of Obviously. course. Of course. Wait. Okay. Oh, no. So I wanted to add to everything we were saying. Did you finish your uh thought form there? I don't know you can keep going you're talking <laughs> about the ladder being short and then you kept switching oh on. yeah saying like I just kept pressing the the switch thinking it was going to turn on like oh right 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 mm. I literally would do that and go I so come on man I would get mad at myself for not remembering yeah. so mad at myself yeah. <laughs> um me so too. The, the other thing I wanted to say was because we were talking about, I can't remember exactly what you were saying, but you were talking about like readings and something. You were talking about something about readings. But what came to my mind when we were talking about this subject and readings is, and thought, you know, the way you think about things and habits, there's a lot of times we'll go into a reading with somebody and they'll come in with a supposed 
problem or subject that's, you know, a complication for them, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever. And a lot of times I find that when we get to the end of the reading, whatever time we needed to talk about that subject, that issue, when we get to the end, whatever the Kashuk record said to that person made them change a the perspective. And that problem not only is no longer a problem, it's about to be something that actually brings in something great, or it's actually bringing in a solution for something else. They just weren't able to see that from the perspective that they needed to. Yeah. Like, and there's so many different ways where that can happen, but like, I find that what you get the majority of the times with Akashic Records is information that allows you to change your perspective. Totally. And that's the key component for you to be like, oh, okay. And I, and I don't know if it makes, depending on the scenario, if it makes a person feel less, less bad, if it makes a person feel more in control, if it makes a person have more hope. I think there's a lot of responses to that depending on the person and the issue. But there's like a click in their brain at some point in the reading. Yeah. And it changes a lot for that person. Just having that one click, it changes a lot for that person. Oh my gosh, yeah. But a theme I also see coming up a lot is awareness. Because we can't change something if we're not aware of it. That's true. You, you can't. You just, you're, you're oblivious to it or you're in denial, depending, right? So awareness is a huge part of it, but we have to be open to see it. Yeah. But yeah, what you're saying, I think, is very, very true because that happens in different ways, right, in readings, I think, where, or they're asking about something and they go in a different direction. They're like, oh, wow, like, that makes sense. And it all clicks. Yeah. So the struggle doesn't feel like so much of a struggle it's there's there's a reason for it and they can wrap their head around it and the perspective changes the perspective we have on things it can make a massive impact on how things carry on playing out after that from that moment on right perspectives are tricky though because we may have a perspective due to what we experienced growing up or we, we have a perspective because of the egregor right it depends so this is this is where I always say to people like, what do you believe and what belief like what are your beliefs and what are beliefs that you've absorbed from society, from your family? You have to decide that. And whatever you don't like, that's with the DNA reprogramming on level one of the Akashic Records, right? It's there's a lot of people that have certain ingrained or unconscious beliefs that won't allow them to even connect to the Akashic Records. Right? Oh, yeah. A lot of time the religious aspect stops them from connecting. because That's they were one told example. That, like, you need to go, I don't know, to the specific place to be able to connect. Or that's where God is found. Or that's where source is found. Or um, We're all portals. Each and every one of us are portals. Amen. It, source can be found in your living room on the couch because that's where you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, say, I, love, I said that after I said that. I was like, oh, I like that way that sounds. Because you're on the couch in the living room, right? No, I'm sitting on the kitchen table. Oh, okay. Not on the kitchen table, at the, at, at the kitchen table. <laughs> okay, good. I'm like, what? It's, it's funny, like, it, how would you say in Spanish? Estoy en la mesa. De, en la mesa. La en, la sí, mesa. en la mesa. But if you say arriba la mesa, it's a very different, very different words. But in English, it's not so different. No, in and at... Is the same thing. 
en la mesa, at the table. Pero the word arriba, on, it's like more serious. On top of. You would never make the mistake of saying, I am on top of the table. You would never say that. No, you'd never say that. Okay, that's what, what, but that's I wouldn't what I'm say, say I'm on at. top of the table. I wouldn't say, estoy arriba de la mesa. Whatever. I don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we having this conversation? We're being really weird. I don't know. It's late. Because it's the difference in language that sometimes, like, it's like I don't, I don't, I'm not very specific with words sometimes because I don't feel like it's that severe, but sometimes in one language it's more severe to make the mistake than another. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get, I know, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just using the, your example to say, you probably wouldn't say I'm on the table or I'm not on top of the table. Unless you really are, then, then yeah, do it, <laughs> say it. <laughs> you could be on top of the table dancing, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, no. I want to talk about something because now that we, we went into the subject of the belief system. Speaking on top of the table, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um... I think it's interesting to talk about because I think a lot a lot of people come to readings and they message us and they reach out to us and they be it that they studied the level one and level two with us or not it doesn't matter um, where they're having trouble connecting and I would say 85% of the time or maybe even a little bit more it's because of their belief system around it could be around themselves or beliefs in in unconscious beliefs that they've learned throughout their life, like the religious part or things like that, right? Some people are comparing. Them, it's like they think that someone else is so good at it, like, and, like, I'm not even there yet. Like, I can't but do that's that. But that's, that's a belief that you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. The comparison's just reinforcing that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a belief. And yeah. that belief's holding you back from creating something, a connection, from creating possibly work. It could be your work that you do to help people, the collective, to help people heal. And I think at a micro level, right? Because if we look at it in a smaller, we can look at ourselves first and look at our environment around that and see, like this is just for us to do our own work, right? Of like seeing in my in my own body in my own reality where are the beliefs connected to me not being able to do this thing or this thing not happening in my life or not me not being able to co-create with this or connect to this and then you have to expand that out right to the to to your family to where you grew up to your community to your country to that's funny that you say that because that's literally one of the exercises that that they do for um Remember my angelic, um, my angelic mm-hmm. program, the one that I do, which yeah. is like four weeks yeah, yeah. of ritual and stuff. Are you going to do that again? By yes, I'm actually going to do that again. I was actually, pre- pl- I was going to plan out the dates before I announced it, but I've gotten quite a few people message me, asking me if I was going to repeat it this year. Cause a lot of people missed out on it and I do plan on doing it. I want to be able to do it before August. And the reason is because August is a massive energy month. And I think it's really good if we all, like, if those that are wanting to get work in and get stuff released and get things aligned and, like, get jump on the August wagon of good energy that you can use yeah. your positiveness, um, I think it's good that we, like, release it all. So I was thinking July might be my cutoff where, like, we just do the whole work in July. And then that person can walk into August 
already in the process of releasing all that stuff and all the work they did in July. So that's what I was thinking. That's a great idea. I was going to look at the dates. So we're in May. Today we're recording. It's May 24th. So I was going to look at it and confirm it in mid-June, the dates, and then I would announce it. So July. That's a great idea. Yeah, a a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people are reaching out about that. So yeah, I definitely think you should do that. Maybe a I'm couple ob- times this I'm year. I'm obsessed with it. Did you, did you, I mean, I know that you signed up and I sent you all the, like, but I have a feeling you didn't do them all. Is my uh, sense no, off? No comments. <laughs> no comments. Guys, she signed up for it. She was part of the, we have a group, a chat group with everyone that signed up for it. It was even her idea and someone else's idea. I made a whole chat group so everyone could talk to each other. Lorena all of a sudden was talking Let about the beginning and then she just explained. Let me explain. I was in the middle of finishing Family Constellations. Yeah. It got crazy at the end of the year for me. When was it? This was this was a uh, when was this? I guess remind me the date. It was in wait wait wait. Uh, was it November? No, I I don't remember anymore. It was last year. Wait, was it? Yeah. There's two time. Those two times I was literally so busy with work. No. It- I, no, May. No, we're in May now. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember. But lots of things got in the way, and I was doing stuff for Family Constellations that I paid for, I'm I'm invested in. like, And I wasn't going to half, you know, half-ass it, I guess. It's, it's amazing. So, so it's a program that I, I really I, – it's worked for me because I don't know how many years I was stuck in Holland, and now I'm here. And most of the rituals I was doing had to do with me wanting to end up here where I am living now, right? And, and the way I'm living now. So, and I've heard a lot. I got really good feedback from people that like managed to get unstuck from stuck situations. So with that said, it's, a re, it's really good rituals and tools if you're willing to do the work. Because what the angels and archangels were saying is when I was downloading the program, because I didn't even think about it. It just came to me, right? They just kind of dumped it on me. And what they were saying was then everyone's talking about how they want to be in 5D and the energy 5D. And that's great. And you have the right to do that. But that means I'm no longer going, hi, angel, take away all my junk for me. Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's literally going, let me do the dirty work. Let me get empowering. That's what we're saying as well. Let me do all this stuff. Let me take action. And then I receive them. Then, because there is sessions every week where you receive energies from the angels. What that energy does, it is accompanies the work that you've already done. So you're and the And it's one work, doing guys. Because it. I was reading through all, I'm like, wow, when will I find the time to do this? Like, it's, it's, it's full on. It's, yeah. It's, it's a whole week where you receive the email. So it's four weeks of, of, of rituals, four different weeks of rituals. And so I send the emails out. You receive the email on a Monday um, because I don't want you to get the emails from the other weeks because if you see everything, you're like, oh, my gosh, and week two and week three. And week four. No, it's like I send it one at a time. So then you get it on a Monday, and then you have to like, – I recommend people read that on Monday because people will be like, oh, it's Wednesday. I'm just reading it. Well, you should have done more work on Tuesday. <laughs> There was actually yeah. something you should have done on Tuesday, and now you're reading it on Wednesday, and now you're behind. <laughs> you're not going to make it because Sunday's the day that you receive the, the, the energy from the angels that accompanies all the work you did, the ritual work you did in that week, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's it. Like every Monday for a month, you receive the email, and I, 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 I was re- realizing a lot of people were probably going to come with excuses like, oh, it was a lot of stuff to read. or So I said, for those that like to read, 
Here's the whole Excel sheet written out point by point. For those that like to watch the video and want me to verbally show them and, and talk to them, here's the video of me explaining what is literally on the Excel sheet or the Word That's sheet. That's perfect. So I did both forms. Um, and then, yeah, and then we had the, the chat group, which I, I'm going to do for the next round as well. The chat group where everyone that's enrolled in it is you're talking to them. They're talking about it. It was really cool because they were all talking about their experiences. But as well, if anybody had any questions, I was also in it to answer. Or maybe someone else got jumped in before me to answer that. Yeah, yeah, that group. I, I was following in the group, but... I was a bit uh, overwhelmed with everything, I have to say. And it's the second time you've done it and the same thing happened. I was just like, oh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't do everything at once. Yeah. It's just. Well, for those that have already. You're not fully in it, right? Yeah. For those that already enrolled in it, um, because I have some people that did it two times, right? They did it the first time around and they they came back again to to do it again because they felt like they wanted to like do it better or have more time. Um, but I, I decided that the one I do in July, because August is so important, I was going to invite everyone back in that had previously signed up at some point, and so they'll be part of the group as well. So it will be a pretty big group, which I want, because I want a lot of energy running. It's going to help yeah. us as a collective as well, which is the whole idea. So those that have enrolled <laughs> previously, and there's quite a few people that like dropped out midpoint, where they're like, oh, I fell behind. Um, you'll be able to you'll be able to do it in July, and. Uh, not everyone might want to. Some people might feel like they completed it. So I'll just, I'll be inviting them to email me, but let, I'll announce it when it's, when but I we have can the work dates. different things, right? Yeah. No, I mean, you're listing, like one of, one of the exercises of the week is listing all the stuff you want to get rid of. And one of the exercises of the week is listing all the things you want to bring in. And you know, what's really funny. I thought that I would have a massive list of things that I want to bring in. And I found quite a few people email me with the same scenario that I had personally, which was, dude, what I want to get rid of is like four pages long of what I wrote. And what I want to bring in is half a page. I'm like, me too. Wow. Because we just want a simple life. We want to get rid of... I realized that with the exercise. I'm like, we don't want... I want a closet full of... And I want a car and... Most most people that most people that are in this line of work, it's not that we don't deserve good things because we do, but we just like I wanna I wanna live in this kind of environment. I wanna have this kind of life. I wanna and it's, and it's not very complex, big list of stuff. It's stuff that like we align with and that we think is gonna bring us tranquility and balance and happiness. Yeah. But the list That's of beautiful. stuff that we want to get rid of, most of us have four four pages on. <laughs> I had four pages. Wow. Yeah. And I left the paper. Yeah, I mean, the paper there, and then I'd like remember something else, and then I'd write it down, and then I'd remember something else, yeah, and I'm write sure it down. you you could add to both sides, right? Yeah. For sure. Oh, so an example That's of great. that is, um, sorry, I get so excited that I won't stop talking about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I realized was. I, the, the first thing you do is you release stuff. That's the first week. And so I, 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 did, I wrote down a bunch of stuff. When I got into the week of what I wanted to bring in, I wrote down that I wanted to bring in health. But then when I finished the week and weeks had passed after I did the exercise, I realized that I had never listed that I wanted to let go of sickness. Wow. I only wrote down that I wanted to bring in health, but I never remembered to write down I'm done with sickness. I said, that's telling, isn't that? That is. Maybe there's something that's still attaching you to it. Yeah. So it it also it also woke me up to certain things, and quite a few people emailed me that they realized things as well. It's like, oh, mm. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, it's cool you notice that. I'll stop yeah. talking about it. Anyways, yes. That's great you're doing. I think that's good. A lot of people were asking. That's, that's why I asked you now, because there were quite a few people that even reached out to me, said, hey, is Lucia doing it? I was like, yeah, at some point she's going to do it. I don't know when, but yeah, we brought it up here. So that'll give people at least some insight into knowing that it's coming up at some point soon. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you want to add anything else to what we've been talking about. No, I think that it's actually, I like the way it ended up where, like, the idea was to come in and talk about a Gregor because it came up in the car, and then we turned into, like, our mindset. I think it's perfect. I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'll add is that uh, my, because I want to invite people to go to my website, which you're linking, but it's luciaspiga.com, and if you go scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see the Gaia logo, and for those that don't know what Gaia is, Gaia, I call it the Netflix of spirituality. So it's like a streaming content. You have a, so much stuff to watch. Um, and so Gaia permits you to share videos for free. So I created a whole page in my website where I share some of my favorite content from Gaia to help people like align with that stuff, to wake up to things. So if you go to my website, you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see the Gaia logo and, and there's a button that will take you to that website that's in my website. And then you'll have all the links there. You just... I, I wrote it all out so you know what episode and what it's about. You just click on it and watch it. And, yeah, that's my that's my way of giving more content out for people. That's Amazing great. content. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll link all that. I'll link also, you, you mentioned Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, and... You mentioned... Jim Carrey movie, number thir- 23. <laughs> what oh, else? Yeah, yeah, number 23, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah and I'll also it. link our, um, all, you know, all our social media and all that. So, um, like we mentioned at the beginning, just, I guess, a reminder that if you are looking for a community, additional content, um, come join us. I'll put the link on the show notes. I mentioned this in the previous episode. That was my solo episode. But you get some really cool discounts, that's for sure. Even if you want to get a reading and want to come join for a while and get extra content. And for our courses, there's discounts for the courses. Yeah, there's there's discounts on courses and there's things that we do for our community that it's like giving back, right? What we we do is just... We have the next interview coming up next next month, but it's really cool. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I want to watch because you're feel doing very that one. invested in that journey. <laughs> because we, yeah, we we talked a lot with that person, so yeah, exciting. Um, and I'm excited for tomorrow. So this comes out next week, but by the time you listen to this, we would have done a Zoom call with the community about we, we're calling it the Soul Tribe Social Club, and that was one of our Soul Tribe uh, community members that brought that name up. She's so creative. I love it. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. So myself and two other members of the community are coming on to kind of lead a call about social media and starting a business and all those things that, that people, some people aren't tech savvy and some people have a hard time managing certain things. So we're, we're probably going to make this a series of calls. Oh, that's cool. I didn't where, know that part. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see how it goes and how it's call. received. That's, that's awesome. It's, I don't think we're going to get through everything in a call. It's, it's supposed to be an hour and a half. And I really honestly don't think we'll get, it's hard to go very deep in an hour and a half if there's like 10 questions, right? So depending on the amount of questions, 
we'll uh, leave that for another call, right? I think it's so important to note way. that the three people that are leading it, which is you and two other community members, I think it's important to note that all three of you, right, worked in media and like... What would you Marketing say? Marketing and project managing. Yeah, so we all come from different backgrounds, but I think it's... I don't know. I, I also got that call before before this person, because one of the community members reached out to me on Instagram, and she was asking me some questions. I go... And I don't... She, it was her... It all was inspired by her. She, she said something. I'm like, why don't we, like, do a, a call with the community? Because there's people that are all struggling with this, this and other aspects as well. Yeah. And she's like, yes. And I was like, okay. And I sent, I sent a message in the chat group and said, who would be interested? And a bunch of people are like, yes, 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 yes. And the good thing is we record it so then people can watch it or listen to it later. So that, that's always a good thing. Um, but I think this call will give us an indicator as to how, if it could be more of a coaching thing that we do monthly or a coaching thing we do, uh, quarterly or as needed you know we, we just don't know what other, whatever I'm kind of from it yeah whatever we I this is what I'm saying we go by the needs of the community and we're all there to support we all help each other because it's not just us helping them they help us we all help each other so I'm excited about that and just connecting with everybody I want to get back and, on the um, uh, what did we call it the manifesting experiment we had done yeah. a manifesting experiment and uh I think we need to rethink the way we're doing it because that's yeah, that's what that's why the experiment was for to see if it works. Agreed. So we I think we go. need to do a poll. We to see yeah. other ideas. I wanted to talk about it in our quarterly call when we were all on, but then for some reason we got distracted. <laughs> we always get distracted with talking about everything. We all go all over the place. Yeah. It's fun. So maybe, yeah, those yeah, quarterly maybe calls maybe we are do fun. A poll and see what everybody wants because I think that we shouldn't drop the manifesting experiment. I want to be able to, for us to like test mm-hmm. out our co-creating skills. And nail it so that we can all get something out of it. So that's that's my goal. That's what I want. Yeah, the first one we did was just like a small experiment, but now maybe it's, it's time to do it differently, but do it bigger. Yeah, I agree. Or maybe there's like weekly check-ins or something, something like that. We can all do it that on a chat or. We have to figure it out. Maybe we. Ha- yeah, maybe I, mean, I think maybe we have to do like a specific call where we everyone that's interested in the manifest experiment we all discuss what we want to do because I think it's going to be hard just with the poll to understand exactly yeah. what we're going to do. So we'll see. Yeah. I think also that's why we do so many Zoom calls because it's just easier for us to go on and like all chat about it and all give <laughs> yeah. our feedback because things get lost in translation or people can't express themselves through text. Like that's my problem sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'll put the link to our community. And if you guys have any questions about that, feel free to reach out to Lou or myself via Instagram or our contact forms that will be on the show notes as well. Um, and make sure you subscribe because I think this is something we, we have an episode every Monday and if you're not subscribed, you could miss the episode. So you can subscribe via iTunes, via Google podcast, via Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. So subscribe that helps support the channel. Also, if you are enjoying, you know, cause we put this content, content out for free. Um, we have our community as a form of. We charge very little, but we try to give as much back as we can. Five bucks is um, nothing. <laughs> yeah, and we're putting out hours of content. Among- I used to say it was the price of coffee, but nowadays it's not even that. Because <laughs> coffee's so much I more know. expensive now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely, if if you do are you are enjoying the podcast, what would really help us? 
is going on to iTunes and rating and reviewing the podcast. So that helps other people find us. Um, yeah. And that really does give us a lot of help because we don't make any money with the podcast. We're just doing this because we want to we wanna chat about these topics. We want to help you guys. We want to be there. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will connect with you again next week with a new one. Send you guys a big hug. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.